welcome back to the Chronicles of Aguna, the Arsenal podcast, brought to you by Last Man Standing with Loserpool.com. As ever, I'm your host, Harry Simeon. On this short video, we'll be looking into that question, who is Arsenal's best midfield pairing? I'll be giving you my thoughts on that question, and I'll be asking for yours too in the comments below. We'll also be putting a Twitter poll out uh, as soon as this video comes out for you to be able to vote there as well. Uh, so yeah, that's uh, the purpose of today's video. Hope you guys enjoy. Now, of course, this question isn't as straightforward as it sounds initially. When you think about modern football, there are various game plans. You know, you may approach a game differently against the top six than you would approach the game against a bottom six team. So, of course, all that has to be taken into account. But for me... I'd like to see Unai Emery uh, settle with one partnership, one pairing in the middle of the park that he will choose every time they are both fit and available. For me, that's really important. I think that partnerships are undervalued in modern football. I think if you go back to the glory days um, under, you know, even George Graham, there was a settled back four. You knew who it was going to be if everybody was fit. You knew who the centre-halves were going to be. You knew who the full-backs were going to be. And it didn't matter what our opponent was going to do. That was a settled thing. I think in the middle of the park, that's also important. If you go further forward in time to Arsene Wenger's days, you've got, you know, Petit Vieira was a magnificent partnership. Then you had Vieira Gilberto, you had Burkamp and Henri up top. So partnerships are very valuable to me in football. And I feel like these days they've kind of, you know, with rotation being such a big thing, that's kind of disappeared. So I personally would like to see Arsenal have a settled pairing in the middle of that midfield. But then the difficult part of the question is, who do you go for? Now, of course, I think we can all agree um, that Mohamed Elneny doesn't really come into most people's thinking. For me, he's not an elite level player. For me, he's not good enough to play every week. For me, he's a squad player. Um, a very decent one, but he is a squad player. And so I'm going to discount him from this uh, this question, this selection uh, let me know in the comments if you agree or disagree, of course, or you can tweet me at Chronicles underscore AFC. So for me, the four candidates are Granit Xhaka, Lucas Torreira, Aaron Ramsey and Matteo Genduzzi. And I'm going to go through each player. I'm going to give you my reasons uh, for and against them. And then I'm going to tell you who I would pick. And then I want to hear from you guys. So let's start off with Aaron Ramsey. Um, I'll be honest, at the beginning of the season, Aaron Ramsey was was being left out of the side a lot, wasn't he? And I, I put that down to the fact that I didn't think Unai Emery trusted him in that central midfield area, in that as one of the two in that sort of pivot because of his lack of discipline. Aaron Ramsey's renowned for going forward. That's where his strengths lie. And for me, you know, Unai Emery saw that as a bit of a problem at the start of the season because if he didn't, he would have surely selected him ahead of Matteo Ganduzi. So, you know, that was a problem uh, for Unai Emery in his eyes. I think as the season's gone on, he's grown to trust Aaron Ramsey. And even with Ramsey set to leave for Juventus, it's clear now that the manager believes he is fully committed to this team. And he is, isn't he? His performances have been absolutely phenomenal. His level of commitment has been uh, brilliantly, brilliant, sorry, unrivaled. He's been fantastic. And so he's earned the manager's trust in there, hasn't he? And he's probably been selected there the few times he has this season because of injuries to others and stuff but you know he's made a strong case for that position to be one of his own isn't it even if it is just for the remainder of this season if we look at Granite Xhaka for me and I know a lot of people don't like Granite Xhaka and there is this thing on social media where every time he makes a mistake the world goes into meltdown but nobody really praises him for the good things he does for me Granite Xhaka 
has been one of Arsenal's most important players this season. I think he holds uh, the foot of our midfield very, very well. His passing's good. Um, his size brings a physical presence to the team. Yes, he's a little bit slow at times. Yes, he's a little bit sloppy. But for me, Granit Xhaka is very important in the way this Arsenal side plays. He makes us tick. So for me, he's obviously a contender. And, and in Unai Emery's books, he's a, a, a starter pretty much every time he's available. So, you know, that shows you what the manager thinks of him and what Arsene Wenger thought of him before as well. Um, of course, Matteo Genduzzi is a very young player, uh, 19 years old, came to the club in the summer. The expectation was that he was one for the future. He has shown that he's fearless, that he is, you know, not afraid to step into the limelight and, and work for this team. He works very hard. He's busy on the ball. He's always involved. He's passionate. You can see that in the way he appeals for decisions. But for me, Matej Genduzi is still a little bit raw. And that's not his fault. You know, this guy is 19 years old. As Arsenal Football Club, we shouldn't be relying on him every week. He should, in my opinion, have had a Mohamed Elneny role this season. And that's to be on the fringes, get some first-team experience, come in and out of the side in cup games, maybe Europa League games, and see how things go. Blend him in, give him some time without the pressure that comes with being a starter. For me, he started way too many times uh, for my liking this season. The positive of that is that he's gained valuable experience. But the negative is I think in certain games we've been unable to control the midfield because of his... Um, Lack of experience because he's not quite streetwise enough. Speaking of streetwise, that brings me on to player number four, which is, of course, Lucas Torreira. The Uruguayan was brought in from Sampdoria. He came with a very big reputation. And for the most part this season, he's lived up to that billing. Um, I think he started the season, um, you know, with probably not being as fit as he could have been. Um, I know he went to the World Cup as well. And, you know, he was being left out of the side quite a bit at the start until he settled in. Then he came into the side and he made a real big impact. And for me, Lucas Torreira proved his worth. He proved that it was worth spending the money on him and that he is one for the future. And some of our best performances this season have involved Lucas Torreira heavily. But then his form dropped off a little bit. So, um, you know, he was probably not playing as well as he could have. He's then been suspended for a bit. He's come back and against Napoli on Thursday night, he was brilliant and he showed us what we've been missing. Uh, so Lucas Torreira, of course, is, you know, he's a very dogged player. He's a very hard worker. He nibbles at players. He's pretty good in possession as well. He recycles the ball really well. So he is another, of course, strong contender. But for me, it's not always about picking the best individuals when you're talking about the best pairing or the best partnership. It's often about finding the right balance. And for me, the balance in a football team is the most important thing because you need players that complement each other. That's how you put together a good team. You know, we've seen lots of teams in the past, in the Premier League in particular, that have gone out and bought in uh, three or four signings in the summer and you've thought, oh, this team might have a decent season. And then all of a sudden, it just doesn't work. Because it's about finding players that complement each other. It's about building a team uh, with spirit, with cohesion. And that is really, really important. Now, in my opinion, the ideal midfield pairing in that Arsenal team um, is Granit Xhaka and Lucas Torreira. And the reason for that is because I think they complement each other so well. Um, and I think we've seen that for long periods of this season for some reason, at some point, Unai Emery decided to break that partnership up and I wasn't sure why. 
Um, and I still think that that was probably a mistake. But for me, that is Arsenal's best midfield pairing. So that's the midfield pairing I'd like to see going forward, of course, when they're both available. Aaron Ramsey has made a really, really strong case in recent weeks. But Aaron Ramsey's leaving in the summer. And as good as he is, um, you know, and, and I'm fully behind Unai in using him to get what we need to get this season and get to where we need to be. I get that. But I would just say that in an ideal world for me, it's Lucas Torreira and Granit Xhaka at the moment. That is the pairing that Unai Emery should be looking at and saying, this is our future. Um, Matteo Guendouzi will feature very heavily in the coming seasons. I have no doubt about that. Like I said, the guy's fearless. He's brave. He's He wants to learn. He wants to develop. But right now, if you want to break into the top four, in my view, he cannot be playing every week. He cannot be starting every week because he will get found out. And I think of late, we've seen a few performances that have uh, you know illustrated that. Now, of course, that's my pairing, Xhaka Torreira. But I want to hear what you guys have to say as well. So leave me your thoughts in the comments section below. Of course, while you're down there, hit subscribe, hit like. Uh, you know, that is very, very important to us. So please do that. But yeah, let me know what your midfield pairing is. If if you know if you were the Arsenal boss, who would you be looking at as your two that you would like to build your team around? Because it's a very important area of the park. And I appreciate this is not a straightforward question. And there'll be lots and lots of different opinions. And I'd like to hear them. So let me know your midfield pairings and the reasons behind your selections. Uh, yeah, that's it. So uh, that's it for today's video. Um, like I said... Love to hear from you guys too. Don't forget to hit like, subscribe, share it if you want to too. And we'll be putting a Twitter poll up uh, for you to have your vote on the best midfield pairing too uh, coming up as soon as this video is out. Cheers.